boys. I'm freaking sick and tired of it. I'm going. Everybody and welcome to the Let's Talk Sports Network. My name is Alan. This is the Great Debate, uh, kind of an impromptu show here. Uh, just got done watching uh, the final game of the night, Florida State and Louisville. Not a good game if you're a big fan of offense, but Florida State, my God, they with a third string quarterback and everything found a way to get it done. 16-6, the final. They are the ACC champions, 13-0. So now, with that being said, we have a debate to discuss. A very big debate to discuss. And oh boy, are we, are we in for the ride of our lives, y'all. Um, just want to let y'all know right now, looks like uh, hashtag no SEC is currently trending on X right now. And there's a reason for that, because the worst possible nightmare scenario has happened for the SEC today. Alabama, the number eight team in the country, upset Georgia in the SEC title game, beat them by three. The question, the thing that, that the SEC is now afraid of is, do either of their teams get in? Well, let's look at the well, let's look at the teams ahead of them. Michigan undefeated just blanked Iowa in the Big Ten title game. They're in. Washington beats Oregon, who many people thought was the best team in the country coming into the day. They're in. Florida State, say what you will about them. 13-0, power five champion, guts, adversity. No matter what was thrown at them, they found ways to win games. There's the debate. There's the debate that Florida State may get left out in this scenario. Because those that those of the believers that the four best teams should get in will tell you that this Florida State team that played tonight does not deserve to be in the college football playoff. Last I checked, Florida State is a Power 5 team, correct? Last I checked, Florida State also is an undefeated conference champion. Last I checked, they have a great resume to back it up. Last I checked, the, the biggest thing people look for is... 
you know, usually the eye test. And you could say, well, this team doesn't look good on paper. Their defense is a championship caliber defense. You held, you just held the four, number 14 team in the country, Louisville, who had a really good offensive season this year, to six points. You scored 16 with a third-string quarterback. You're expected to do that in certain scenarios. Now, if you do the math, you usually, usually an offense is at its full caliber when the starter is incorrect. So this is the third string backup. You, t- you times the points that they possibly could have scored by three. 16 times three in this scenario. It's 48. So if Jordan Tra- so if we do the math here, if Jordan Travis plays in this game, it should be 48 to six, right? 48-6 should be a dominant win for Florida State. So, I don't know. I don't know. And don't get me wrong. The other teams in this conversation, Georgia still has a good argument. Even though they lost to Alabama today, the argument is they haven't lost a game in, in two and a half years. In two years. In over two years. They're the two-time defending national champion. They've been one of the best teams in the country all season long. And, you know, even through all their adversity that they faced, they still found a way to win games. Well, now they have a loss. They're not a conference champion. Alabama is a conference champion. They've overcame their loss. Problem. The problem also lies with the fact that Texas has a head-to-head win over Alabama. And not just any kind of head-to-head win, a 10-point win on the road in Tuscaloosa against Alabama. And I know what pe- people have been debating this with me all night. Alabama deserves to get in because they beat the number one team. I'm sure that'll get taken into account. But here's the argument against that. Alabama being the number one team makes Alabama look stronger, yes. But in doing so, that also makes Texas's win against Alabama look stronger. So if you beat the team that beat the team that beat a team that hasn't lost in two years, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You can make a case for any of these four teams to get in. Any of these four teams. I mean, Alabama, good case. They just beat Georgia, who hasn't lost in a long time. Like I said, you know, you make a good case for Georgia, who's like, hey, we this was our first loss in a long time. We've been the best team in two years. We've won two national championships back to back. Yada yada yada. You make a great case for Texas. We beat Alabama in their building by 10 points. How many other people can say that? You make a great case for Florida State. Despite all the adversity they've gone through, losing their starter and their backup quarterback, 
losing a lot of their offensive line. I believe they're on their fifth different offensive line combination tonight. They lost a lot of pieces throughout the season. Still undefeated. Still overcame adversity. Still found ways to win. There's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people upset tomorrow morning. There's going to be a lot of people upset, and we all have to remember one thing. This is a game, folks. This is a game that we enjoy watching. We love. We love to talk about. We love to debate about. And also remember, this is why we have a 12-team playoff coming next season. To avoid situations like this. How fitting that the final year of the 14 playoff provides the ultimate chaos in which it possibly could be for, for this for this uh for this uh, for college football. I know the committee's gonna have a long, long discussion about this tonight. They'll probably have extra discussion about it in the morning. We will find out. I believe it is uh, noon Eastern is when we'll find out who's in and who's out. I'm going to give you my four in and my two out based on what I saw today, based on what I've seen throughout the entire season. And I'll make my cases for all of them. But for in the interest of fairness for everybody else, if you guys are watching this video, um, leave who you feel is going to be the four teams. Leave who you feel should be the four teams that are in. You know, make your cases, make your debates, you know, whatnot. Leave it down in the comments. You know, you'll talk about it, you know. Um, on our Discord, we have a Discord page. If you haven't heard, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. Um, you know, but most importantly, you know, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, you know, and go check everybody else out as well. You know, Tanner's done a great job putting this network together here the last you know, few months. You know, and shout out to the man who brought us all together. Uh, Mr. Dan Harris, you know, rest in peace, my friend, you're dearly missed. So, um, but yeah, like I said, leave your comments down below. Who who are the four teams you want to, you believe should be in, uh, who should be out, uh, make your case, make your debates and uh, have at it <laughs> as they say. Um, anyway, let's go over this real quick for me personally. And, uh, this is me just kind of, as, as I said, I'm taking into account the entirety of the regular season, the entirety of what today was, bring it all together, and giving what I feel is the playoff for this season. So number one, I think is very obvious. It's Michigan. We saw today Michigan was dominant against Iowa. You know, Iowa's defense did slow them down a little bit, but because, you know, Iowa can't score with the lick. Uh, by the way, if you put, bet the under on, on Iowa today in terms of team total, which I believe is only six and a half, um, 
you definitely cashed out on that because Iowa didn't score any points tonight. Um, Michigan's definitely number one. They've been probably the most consistent team all season long. Even through adversity, they are still able to pull off Ws. Big win against Ohio State. Big win against Penn State. You know, Maryland came in, almost gave them a shock, but they were able to hold them off. And a dominant, dominant performance uh, in the Big Ten title game. Uh, Michigan, you, you could debate whether, you know, they've actually played competition at all this year, but I, I had to go give Michigan the number one spot here. They're undefeated. They're a Big Ten champion. They're right now the best team in college football. Number two is Washington. Washington, Pac-12 championship in a very competitive Pac-12 conference this year. Uh, what a way for that conference to go out as uh, the entire conference is being you know, broken apart uh, next season. Uh, what a way for them to go out and having probably one of their best seasons ever uh, as a conference. Uh, Washington remains supreme. They've beaten Oregon for a second time now, uh, holding them off to win by three points in the Pac-12 title game. So they got two big wins against Oregon, wins against Arizona, Oregon State, you know, Utah is, is another one of those teams you could put in there. Um, a lot of big wins this year for, for Washington. Even, even when they looked bad, they still found ways to win. Uh, Michael Penix has been a Heisman candidate all season long, uh, though I don't believe he's going to win. I, I actually do think James Daniels is going to win that one. The quarterback had a little shoe. I think he'll be the Heisman winner uh, this season. Uh, Washington, I would put at number two because, again, they did beat Oregon twice. Uh, undefeated Pac-12 champion. They've looked good all year. And let's give them that spot. All right, here's where we get down to the nitty-gritty. Number three, and you can hate me all you want for it, and uh, I think the only person that might actually agree with me on this is probably Nick Botkins, who, shout out to him, by the way. Shout out to everyone on LTS. You guys do an awesome job. Um, Florida State. Yes, this was not a good game. But as I mentioned before, through all the adversity, five different offensive line changes, quarterbacks out for the rest of the season, Backups and concussion protocol. They had a third-string quarterback coming in. They could have easily, easily dropped this game to Louisville. Louisville is one of the better offenses in the country. Uh, we saw them have a huge win over Notre Dame. Uh, in fact, had, uh, had they beaten Kentucky last week, this might have pole vaulted this win might have pole vaulted louisville maybe into the discussion of a potential playoff spot but they didn't they, they, their loss to kentucky kind of takes that away but florida state has a championship caliber defense and they proved it tonight holding a dynamic offense to just six points when they needed somebody to step up, their defense stepped up and made big plays all night long, putting their offense in good situations uh, to get them points down the line. You know, 
to throw out a lot of big gadget stuff on offense tonight. You know, we saw the Wildcat a lot from Florida State. Um, it's a 10-point win and an ACC championship against the number 14 team. You take that, you put that into account with everything else Florida State has done this year and all the adversity they've overcome this season. In my heart of hearts, I do believe Florida State gets that third spot. So now the debate becomes who gets number four? So let's look at the arguments for and against. Georgia. They've been dominant all season long. Won every game of the regular season. Back-to-back national champion. Haven't lost in two years. Biggest wins. Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee. That's probably about it. Points against. Well, They've kind of been inconsistent all season long. They haven't been as dominant as we're used to seeing Georgia be. And then, of course, their loss tonight in the SEC title game. They're not a Power 5 champion, and they've suffered a loss. So those are definitely against them. Alabama. uh, Points at Points for, they just beat the number one team in the country. They won the, they're an SEC champion. They have one of the best, you know, some of the better wins on the season. Points against, inconsistency all year long. They look terrible against Auburn. They probably should have lost that game, if I'm being honest. They probably should have lost to Auburn. If not, if not for Isaiah Bond, they lose that game to Auburn. But the big one is the head-to-head loss to Texas. Longhorns come into town, beat him by 10. The offense has been struggling at times. They had some struggle moments throughout the season. And like I said before, probably should have lost to Auburn. Texas. What I, the points for here, well, they have what I feel now is the best win of the season. And you could say, well, that's Alabama beating Georgia. Well, now Alabama beating Georgia makes Texas beating Alabama the best win of the season. A 10-point win on the road in Tuscaloosa. They have taken down all their best competition. Kansas State was one of them. A beatdown in the Big 12 title game over Oklahoma State, Power 5 champion. Points against the loss in Red River to Oklahoma. And really, that's the only thing I could pull against them. They've consistently been a good team all season long on both sides of the ball. Their one negative mark is their loss to Oklahoma in a very close game. 
So with all that being said, who do I feel gets that number four spot? And I'm sorry, SEC fans, but the team that will be moving in next season gets will get that spot, the Texas Longhorns. The head-to-head matters in this situation. And I think Texas beating Alabama by 10 in Tuscaloosa and the fact that they've looked good pretty much all year long with little to no hiccups aside from bed from uh, Oklahoma. I, I really don't see a way you, you can justify putting Alabama or Georgia ahead of Texas in this scenario. So, and I know the SEC elitists, guys like Paul Feinbaum, guys like, you know, you know, people at ESPN are going to go ape shit if that happens, but you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take in all this into account. So, recapping that here Michigan one, Washington two, Florida State three, Texas four, Alabama five, Georgia six. And I would probably knock. Ohio State down to seven, I guess. So that would put Texas against Michigan, which that would be a fun game to watch, wouldn't it? And Washington against Florida State for for the right to go to this college football national championship. A very intriguing uh, Final Four we would have. Um, And I know a lot of people aren't going to like it. A lot of people are going to be angry no matter who gets in. And who's left out, but that's what I feel it should be. Again, in in the, in the interest of fairness, leave who you feel are your four best teams, the four not not necessarily four best teams, but the four teams that should be in the playoff. Leave it down in the comments. You know, start a debate. You know, who who do you feel is getting in? Who gets left out? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow morning. We'll find out tomorrow morning where, where we stand as far as this playoff is concerned. But uh, I'll, I'll kind of look at this, too. Um, I, I'll, there's another debate I kind of want to discuss before we end off here, and it's who gets the – the New Year's Six bit out of the group of five teams. We know Tulane lost, so they're out. So now the debate becomes undefeated Liberty against SMU. You look at the two resumes, SMU's definitely had the tougher schedule. Their two losses were against Power 5 schools, Oklahoma, TCU, and they were competitive in both of those games. Liberty's had one of the easier schedules in in the season. Really, their toughest game was uh, the Conference USA Championship game. Uh, I believe it was New Mexico State that they played in this game. Um, so this was really their toughest test all season long. Uh, they did win the championship. Uh, so did SMU. The, the debate is going to be who who do you feel gets 
gets that New Year's Six bid. Me personally, I think it's going to be Liberty because one, again, they're undefeated. They haven't lost a game and wins should matter. Um, I know there's a good debate, you know, good argument for SMU because they just beat Tulane. They're an Amer- the American champion. The American uh, champion has represented the group of five the last six years in the in the New Year's Six games, and including one appearance in the playoff from Cincinnati. Um, but I don't know. There's there's a lot to debate about that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Leave, leave who you think is going to get in. Will it be Liberty? Will it be SMU? Let me know. Guys, um, with that being said, uh, going to go ahead and end it off here. Again, if you enjoy this, like, comment, share, subscribe uh, to the Let's Talk Sports Network. And you know, click on the bell so you know when guys are going live. Um, there's a lot, there's something here for everybody. If you're a bit fan of college football, if you're a fan of the NFL, if you're a fan of baseball, basketball, etc., there's something here for everybody. So definitely check it out. Check out all the other shows here on the Let's Talk Sports Network. Um, uh, tomorrow morning, I believe 10 a.m. Eastern is the Let's Talk Sports uh, Sunday show, uh, Sunday morning show. Check that out when we can get a chance. Uh, me, I will be back tomorrow night. On the Sunday night postgame show with Johnny Cruz and Rob Logan, we'll talk Packers Chiefs um, and a bunch of other stuff that's happened around the NFL as well. Maybe discuss who the the college football playoff a little bit too. Who knows? Um, Tomorrow, uh, I believe Wednesday night is the uh, NFC South roundtable. If Maybe. I don't know. It's up for debate, uh, depending on when I get off work this week. I'll, I'll have to figure that out when, on Monday. So um, that show's kind of up in the air at this moment. So we don't know if that will be on the night, but I'll I'll probably let people know uh, sometime during the week. Uh, we will have the NFC East Roundtable show, which is at 9 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Um, what else have I got? If I don't have to work on Saturday, uh, we'll have the college football show Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll talk about the playoff. We'll talk about the bowl games. And then we'll discuss Army Navy. I I know we talked a little Army Navy this morning. Me and Scott talked a little Army Navy, which, by the way, Scott's going to be at the Army Navy game next Saturday. So. Hope you, hope you have a great time with that, Scott. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely a bucket list item if you're a fan of college football is going to that game. So, um, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll probably dive into that. And then Saturday night, uh, it'll be back. The Dallas, well, Let's Talk Dallas Cowboys will be back Saturday night as we preview Sunday night football against Philadelphia next week. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> and then, of course, talk about the Thursday night win uh, this past uh, this past week against Seattle and some of the some of the key moments in that game as well. Uh, and then we'll start the cycle all over. So, again, like, comment, share, subscribe, click on the bell. Uh, there's something here for everybody here on Let's Talk Sports. There's there's always something to watch. So. Uh, whether basketball, football, baseball, you know, golf, track, tennis. I think we're going to do some wrestling shows here pretty soon. Um, 
you know, definitely hit the notification bell so you know when people go live. So with that being said, hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Uh, playoff committee, I do not envy you right now. Hope you, <laughs> hope you are all in good health and don't don't overstress this. Don't overthink it. Just focus on the task at hand and give us who you feel are the four teams that are going to be in this playoff. So with that being said, hope you guys have a great night. Love y'all. Stay safe. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you tomorrow night.